And I'm telling you, black men are responsible for her being masculine because we have not helped her raise them children. I, I am and not. when I say help them raise them children, I don't mean you as the stepdad. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean you yeah, yeah. as an active member Definitely. in the community. She got masculine because she had to become masculine in order to deal with the rape, the abuse, the domestic violence, the, the disappointments that men had in her life, and also raising those kids and have to take care of herself all at the same time. The black woman has been the be-all, in-all in our community for half of a century and now we want to turn around and say because she didn't do it perfectly enough or remain feminine enough when she had to absorb our responsibilities plus her own that's insensitive and disingenuous oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah beloved welcome back to the podcast this is big vj checking in Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about our brother, Dr. Umar, and we're going to talk about the the powerful interview that our brother had when he went up on the daily wrap-up crew and he did his thing, and um, there's a few topics that hit the table, beloved, and we're going to have a conversation about it because uh, we want to talk about the black woman, and... um, Beloved, we also want to talk about the black man. And our brother, Dr. Umar, you know, he put something on the table saying that the black man is responsible for the black woman's attitude, her disposition, the way she carries herself. And um, even though the young jit from the Daily Rap Up crew, you know, he uh, he disagreed. But we're going to stand with our brother, Dr. Umar Johnson, because uh, that's official, beloved. Uh, We're going to stand with the brother because, again, that is official like the referee with the whistle, beloved. I mean, uh, (laughs) and I tell you, it is interesting because we say that as well on this podcast that when it comes to the village, when it comes to the camp, um, if you don't like what you see, it's all the black man's problem. It's all the black man's responsibility because it's his neighborhood, right? So it's one thing to be attacked systematically by the devil. It's another thing to have gangs in your neighborhood, drugs, robbery, homicide. No, that's on you. You know what I mean? The devil ain't coming through there. Nah, that's you. That's you. That's your brothers and cousins. That's your nephew you now. <laughs> then your grandsons. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, nah, nah, that's you. You know what I'm saying? I am, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't say this like, like, we against a lot of things on this podcast, but we ain't against jail. We ain't one of them brothers that's on that kind of shit. Like, we're against jail and like, no, nah, we, no, we not, no, we, we know that the judicial system, uh, it doesn't work for us. But what we'll say that, uh, to make it plain, beloved, that some of these niggas got to be taken off the street. So with that comment being made, let me say this before, because there's a lot of comments we're going to make. So we're going to throw some colorful language around today. And we want to say this at the outset. Uh, this ain't for the babies. We're going to be talking to grown folks. So we're going to talk about women. We're going to talk about men, relationships, because... Um, in order for us to talk about the breakdown of the family, and there was something that Umar pointed out when he talking to the uh, Daily Wrap-Up crew, he said, 
See, it's individualism over community. And that's how that's the way the young jit was going. And then we they had a conversation about women having children without being married. So we're gonna talk about all that. But again, in doing so, it's gonna be some colorful language that's gonna be used. You know, uh shout out to our brother Dr. Umar Johnson. He was saying uh he had a quote on there. He's like, Your analyst, he's this is Dr. Umar talking to the young jit. He said, Your analyst is feeding the gender war, it's not solving it. So he's brilliant, right? But we we're gonna use some different language up here. <laughs> we're gonna use some avenue language up here. We're gonna use some man time language up here today, right? Um, I wanna put this on the table before we even go anywhere with this conversation black men in America beloved you see them niggas ain't gonna never handle good luck never and if you give the black man an opportunity to explain why he don't have no good luck he gonna blame everything he gonna blame the devil and he should and he gonna start, you know, if he kind of slick a little, he might start blaming religion because he can pull out a book and say, "Look, it's some people live underneath some curses and all this." He he get real slick when it comes to that, and then he he gonna point out everything, but himself. The black man is responsible for the actions of his woman, right? He dealt her a hand, and once we collectively dealt our sister the hand that we dealt her we can't get mad if she have an attitude because she's playing with the shitty hand that the dealer dealt her right if you look at internet land internet world the bloggers the podcasters the way that they describe black women is she has an attitude She's not even masculine. She, she She's not really feminine. She's living underneath the energy of masculinity and she operates underneath this energy. And I agree with that. But see, beloved, I, I know the root cause of that. She can't be delicate. How could she? We put her in an environment full of gangs, full of drugs, full of robbery, full of homicide. And she's supposed to come out of that and be the delicate flower what kind of hypocrite shit is that? It doesn't even make sense. See, I'm looking at Dr. Umar on this on this joint, right? And I kind of get it because, see, myself, I was born in the 70s, too. And we grew up around a different kind of men. So I get it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I can say it this way. From my generation to these young boys' generation, I was born in 2000 and all this whole kind of shit. See... The men in my time, they had their legs crossed. That was a sign of wisdom. That's, that's the kind of men that raised me. Men that talked to me, they had their legs crossed. That's daddy them, granddaddy, great-granddaddy them. They sit with that, you know what I'm talking about? They sit in that chair with that hard back or sit, they sit in that recliner. They had that toothpick in their mouth with that Kango on with them Stacys. Because I, I never seen my grandfathers ever in my life with tennis shoes on. I'm talking about my granddad and my great-grandfather. I never seen it in my life. I don't care what kind of blue-collar job that they had. When they got off work, mama and them had their clothes laid out. They'd take that shower. they put on a soft shirt, soft pants with some Stacey Adams. And they sit with their legs crossed and they give you game about being a man. 
So we from the 70s, we was able to kind of see all kind of men, the drug lord, the preacher, the minister, the teacher, the blue collar worker. You know, we was at the play of the pimp, the rob, the stick up kid. We was it was a flavor of men and we could pick a little bit from each man to learn about what manhood looked like. We understand, beloved, that these young jits, they never seen it that way because this is a different group of men at the top. Just a bunch of gang banging shit, drug lord, kind of it's some real tough guy shit. And in that, it's a level of escapism where they blame everything on the woman. She's a scapegoat. Because, see, the men that I came up underneath, they would challenge each other a little bit. See, the player would challenge the gangster every now and then. The preacher would go to the street guy every now and then because the preacher wasn't soft. These are all men. They spoke as men. But when you get these young jits, see, these young niggas, they ain't got no backbone for real. So they not going to approach these gang niggas that way and say, man, get this shit off my block. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't pump on the block with my grandfather. My grandfather tell you, get, get this shit off the block. You had to leave. Uh, he, gonna, that, he, he got a... He got <laughs> my grandfather from Chicago, he got a trick. Let me just say it that way. He got a trick. So he going to get you off the block. These young just you can go post up and have a whole trap house on their block because they're not going to move you off because they're not going to... They, they're a different kind of men. You see what I'm saying? So because they are already pussy down and they ain't gonna say nothing to the gangbangers they ain't gonna say nothing to the drug lords they ain't gonna say shit to the stick-up kids they damn sure ain't gonna say nothing to the shooter so their only out is to make podcasts and blogs and they gonna shit on black women because they see everything else come with repercussions see if you're in the military they tell you another way they tell you this way in the military they say you have soft targets and then you have hard targets <laughs> no saying <laughs> That's how the military explained it to you. It's easy to pick on somebody that can't do nothing back. So this is like the new generation of the Kevin Samuels of the world because, you know, we respect Kevin Samuels, what he did. You know, he he gave a lot of good game. We can't hate on him because he only spoke to women that called up to his show. I'm like, so, okay, they, they called up and got that work. He gave them that work. But it's like a little pattern that comes behind that where men are trying to get the women together. And it's going to look funny to a guy like me because we wasn't raised that way. See, when granddaddy came home, if your aunties or your mama, they ain't have on what they supposed to have on and they, they dressing inappropriately. Daddy would say, what y'all got on? And then he'll go right to mama. He'd go right to your big mama and say, why in the hell you let them put that on? And then mama will come back and get y'all straight. We used to the women getting the women straight because we're the men. It's not like that no more. These young guys are trying to critique females every step of the way. And it looks weird to real men. So if you go back, beloved, because I want you guys to check it out. If you go to the Daily Wrap-Up Crew podcast, check out the episode where Umar is at. You will see the generational difference. Because that's why I use the term I say, yo. I grew up with men that crossed their legs because the men that crossed their legs today, they're different kind of men. You know, they're crossing their legs like, oh, you kind of like that. But back in my generation, they was like this that did that. You see that it's a clash in generations because, see, men in our time that we were raised by, the man was everything. He was the beginning. He was the end. The man is the alpha. The man is the omega. He don't say... Well, I'm the alpha, and then 
if the woman don't do this then but no no the man is alpha he's the first and he's the last he, that's just how it works if something going wrong you find the man you blame the man the black woman cannot be delicate beloved if she's dealing if she's in an environment constantly with gangs drugs robbery and homicide so when you come on this podcast beloved we use the term devil often we use the term Satan often, but we apply these terms to the person or people group that it belongs to. By definition, the term devil and Satan only means to stand opposed. That's all it means. To stand opposed, right? If you and I went down to any inner city in America, you pick Philadelphia, Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Little Rock, Houston, wherever, L.A., and we wanted to fix the gang problem. Who would be our biggest obstacle? Because I say, well, the black man is responsible not only for the woman, but for everything that goes on in the neighborhood. And some say, no, V, I think you're wrong. And I say, okay, if we wanted to fix the gang problem, who's going to be our biggest adversary? Niggas. If we wanted to fix the drug problem, who's going to be the biggest problem? Niggas going to be the biggest problem in that. Hey, look, niggas is so foul, beloved, that you can go to a Black Lives Matter rally. They didn't shot Pookie down. And now they got this signs out there just for Pookie. And beloved, don't you know they say niggas had the nerve to go down to the rally to start serving? Down bags, corner bags. This is nigga shit. Now, who gonna stand up and say, no, man, you ain't got no bit? Nobody gonna do that because it's nigga shit. Who gonna stop the robbery? Because if you saying that it's black women is a problem. I'm certain that if we wanted to get rid of the gangs, the sisters not gonna be against that. If we wanted to get the drugs out the neighborhood, the sisters ain't gonna be against that. If we wanted to say, because it's a it's an issue with robbery. Hey man, I don't know black women kicking in doors, climbing in windows, and I, I I don't know, beloved. That's not that is a very small percentage. Niggas is doing that. Listen, rappers are hiring security because they have jury. They're not hiring security because they scared that eight to ten women gonna come up and no niggas is they they got security to keep niggas off them. <laughs> this is just the reality. Niggas is it, it's I don't care where you go, it's gonna be a homicide fest because niggas is love shooting one another because niggas shoot niggas is as American as apple pie. You can't be blind and say, "Well, the black man ain't the problem." Now, once you have because once you identify these things going on with the men we ain't finna talk about sexual assault rape cat calling all we just gonna talk about the big shit and i'm not saying that's not big because when that happened to a person that's big to them that's the that's their experience you know being sexually assaulted rape domestic violence all that kind of shit i'm just saying that no delicate flower can grow up in an environment with gangs drugs robbery and homicide it's not possible so to come back and say Shamika should be more feminine, why should she? She was raised in an environment that was built for rams, that was built for wolves and lions and tigers. She's not going to be delicate. We can't come back and say she's more masculine now because look at the environment you put her in. So I view black women in America, in the territory that we call the United States, I look at black women as um, she's playing spades. I look at all black women like they're sitting at the spades table, right? And it's an individual spades game. So she's sitting there. Uh, the Asian girl is sitting across from her. 
the uh the so-called white woman is on the left the east indian woman is sitting on the right they're just playing the individual space game but the black man is the dealer every goddamn hand the black man is dealing the black woman a bunch of hearts bunch of clubs <laughs> a bunch of diamonds he giving the spades and shit the trumps he giving them to the other women and then when the sister get upset she got attitude and she he like see look this is what i'm talking about you ain't but look what you're dealing her on top of that you're fucking the black woman impregnating her and not marrying her and now her and her child is living in an environment that you created which is full of gangs drugs robbery robbery homicide how in the fuck can she manage with that bro she can't this is why we say here beloved man you can go back to the archives over seven years but let we say look the black man in america is the baby mama making champion of the country all these niggas gonna do is produce children and not marry the woman because it's the mentality if the woman is not good enough to be a wife, why in the fuck is she good enough to carry? Why are you putting a baby on her? And then you get pushback from black men because they do not understand sexual education. They don't get it. See, you got the seed as a man. You got the seed. If you meet a woman with two kids, that mean a nigga clowned on top of her and kept pumping. And when he had a nut, that nigga because everybody ain't got no broken condom. You don't get 78% of your community Fill a single parent household because the condom broke all the goddamn time. That means we need to get together and put together a whole class action lawsuit and get our money from Trojan or get our money from a lifestyle, get our money from who we need to get our money back from. Because everybody acting like they got the gold condom. All, all your niggas ain't got the gold condom. Knock it off. But this is the game we're playing though, beloved. Because you know, we know, like, you know, like, I know, man, that nigga, come on now, he gonna fuck the first time or maybe the second time with a condom and he gonna look, Shamika, I need to feel that. I need to feel the whole you. I just want to put the head in. And then he put the head in, then what? Or oh, the real slick ass nigga, he go, he go down there like he finna eat some pussy first and he lick on it two or three times. And before you know it, he didn't climbed up and throw dick up in you. Now he, he didn't put a baby on you and he come back and say, see, look, you ain't married enough. Nigga, how the fuck? When I see women with kids, I know off the top, okay, she agreed to unprotected sex and she do not believe in abortion. That's all she, okay, I can pretty much see that's where she at with that. She, she don't believe in abortion. She agreed to unprotected sex. You cannot have a child unless the black man put the seed in you. If, if all black men collectively agreed to that, because that's how I was raised that way. Man, you you don't fucking send no girl back home with a baby. You sit, you you honor the household that she came from. If she you honor the father's house. If she lived with a father, her big mama, auntie, mama, whoever, your responsibility as a young man, this is how I was taught. VJ, your job is just to send a young lady back home like they sent her out to you. That's it. So if they the father sent her out to you, the young lady. And she's a virgin. My responsibility is just to send her back home a virgin. Like, man, ain't that deep. I don't give a fuck how bad she's trying to get the dick. Just send her back home. Like, because that's their respect to the father's house. But in the same breath now, if she come out of father's house, her parents' house, she already fucking, she freaking, she doing all that. It's not your job to save her. Y'all can have that consensual experience of sex together and enjoyment. That's y'all business. But you send her back home like she came out. 
She came out fucking you. She still fucking you. Send her back home. She still fucking. She get down. It take a foul nigga to send a woman back home pregnant, but she didn't come out that way. Why the fuck would you do that kind of shit? Because you're the man. You got the dick. The seed is in you. I don't give a goddamn if it's a female's dream to have 15 kids. She can't have 15 kids unless you put the seed in her 15 times. If you just say, nah, you're not the type, I'm not, you're not marriage material. Because the only true way we know is abstinence. But we like for real. But at the end of the day, you still got the seed. So I'm like, yo, unless you, but these niggas is putting the seed in the woman's nine going to marry you. To the tune of 78% of our neighborhoods. Not just, I ain't got the special neighborhood. Every inner city in America, it's over. Come on, man. That's That means it's in the culture now. So let me get this right, because I do not understand this kind of shit. Let me get this right. Don't you know, beloved, when you impregnate a woman and don't marry her, man, you change the whole life, dog. You just change. This is the whole life. She can't even what? She can't live where she want to live no more. If she had a desire just to go across country and just, you know, go from, uh, just follow Beyonce around, from, just look at Beyonce toward age. She said, I'm going to follow Beyonce around the country. She can't even do that no more. She can't take out of town jobs. She can't just say, oh, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm gonna do, because you put a child on her. She can't even date who she want to date no more. She got to kind of get a guy that's cool with her having kids because you fucking put a baby on her out of your irresponsibility and you didn't even marry her. Nigga, that's some foul shit. So the way daddy and them in the deep south used to correct y'all niggas that see there was a term y'all young jits don't know about see there's a term called shotgun wedding see that's how they stopped y'all fuck niggas from doing that because way back in the day see i tried that with daddy and them back in the day too and with daddy then when he seen that the daughter was pregnant he said well go get that nigga because we and he came with the shotgun and a few of her uncles and say okay this is what you did you finna come make it right for the next 18 years you're gonna be in that fucking house for the next 18 years because it's your job as a man to provide protect instruct avenge and revenge the minute that you impregnate that woman that's your responsibility bro your child deserved that your child your unborn seed need to be avenged need revenge if something is necessary because if you're going to take care of the child the child is in the vessel of the mother so you got to take care of them both it's a package deal niggas ain't doing that but so if you're not going to do that my nigga we get it don't be on no fucking podcast and blog something awesome where the black woman ain't feminine enough enough. Nigga, you put in a game. What 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 neighborhood you wanted to live in? Man, I wish I was fucking up there with Umar. Because Umar, he all dignified. The brother got several degrees and shit. I'm like, bro, I wish I was sitting up there. I'm like, because first of all, look, I'm trying to figure out, is these niggas single parents or y'all niggas is married? Because that's the first thing I need to know. Hey, man, because everybody throwing this father word around. I'm like, okay, cool. Is you married? Because a nigga pull all this shit out of his... Well, you know that the black man is, uh, by uh, statistics, he's more involved in his children's life. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean, bro? He's more involved. No, nigga, just say anything. Like, what does that mean, involved? You showed up the basketball practice? You showed up the baseball practice, football practice? You involved? What does that mean? You a weekend dad? You a weekend dad? So when the child walks home from school and get confronted with a bully on Tuesday, they can't even tell you that shit happened to the weekend. They got to figure it out quick. 
That means when that child wake up and have a scary nightmare, a fucking fever at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, you're not even fucking there. You don't get there to the weekend. Or you're a summer dad. What does the involved shit mean? What does that mean? What is your doctor's or your child's, what is that pediatrician name? What is the teacher's name? Because you're involved, nigga. So what is it? I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the teacher's name? What What is your child's favorite class? Man, these niggas don't know, man. These niggas don't know. That's why, beloved, niggas ain't gonna fucking never have no good luck in America. These niggas ain't... They don't know that being a husband is a key. So they come on this podcast and we talk about family and I ain't finna fucking talk about breaking up no family unit. Nigga, that's the key. That's that child's first example. When the child look at it, because just because you married don't mean your household going to be perfect. So that means that this is the child's first example of what to do and what not to do. And they have a sense, he or she, a, a sense of balance about how the family dynamic works. That's the impression that they have. But see, a nigga would tell you and I, see, man, I can't marry her because, see, I had to give me a peace of mind. These niggas, I mean, I'm trying to figure out all this peace of mind these niggas supposed to have, these single niggas, and single black men is dying in the early 60s. It's the married black man that's going to the mid-70s and up to the 80s. So I'm like, well, all this peace of mind, y'all niggas show going to the grave early. So I'm trying to figure that out. And then they say, well, she do this and she do that. They don't trust the woman's how she do things, how she handle things. This is their own baby mama now. So I'm like, okay, if you don't trust this woman's judgment, you don't like the way she act and carry herself, you will leave your own child underneath that jurisdiction? How many times you went down to the court and fought for custody? Nigga, don't do that. I'm like, bro, you can't make this shit up. Umar took it easy on that young jit up there. Umar took it easy on I'm like, man, I would have... Nigga, is you serious? Oh, man, you know... um, Yeah, man, you can't... You know, you can't... The, the women choices, man. She like Pookie and Ray Ray. Yeah, man, let me tell you some of old players say. That pussy belonged to the nation, beloved. You know what I'm talking about? The pussy belonged to the nation. That woman got the right to fuck who she want to fuck. Now, I don't care how bad she want to have children. That's the man's decision. Men have the first decision because you decide whether she get pregnant because it's your dick, bro. It's yours. I was instructed, hey, man, you better make sure, and it's the same instructions I give my son. Hey, beloved, you better make sure you make that woman a wife before you make her a mother. You can do that because it's your dick. It's yours. Make sure you make her a wife before you make her a mother. Period, bro. I cannot figure out, beloved, how all these black women is good enough to be mothers, but not good enough to be wives. That shit had never, it had never make sense to me, bro. Man, you just changed shorty whole life up, man. Ain't nobody doing no baby mama shit no more. And we all, man, we get it. We get that the babies can make a mistake. So it's like if you get like a young 16, 17, 18 year old young guy, he don't know it. He don't even know how to work that dick yet. He don't even know how to damn wash under his balls, clean behind his neck or nothing. So, okay, you can kind of, you can put a veil over that. You say, all right, man, this nigga ain't know no better. You hear about the young kid, I mean, 19, he got a baby on him. Like, man, that nigga don't even know how to work his dick yet. I get it. But when you start seeing black men over 20 fucking five being a single Come on, like, what? what's up, bro? Damn, 25, 30? Our niggas is cool with the baby daddy thing at this age? 
Damn, nigga, you still going out to the job, writing your mama name down as the emergency contact. Nigga, get you a fucking wife, bro. You tripping. You still doing that? You got two baby mamas? Now, here's the thing that we not going to talk about. Because you got the gangs, drugs, robbery, and homicide running rampant in your neighborhood, black children is leading all national polls and statistics on sexual assault. You know why? The father's not in the household. Daddy just had, wanted to have some fun. He wanted to have a peace of mind. So he left the child there unattended with the mama go pick a new guy. Now you already said you don't trust her judgment. You don't like she clubbed too much. She party too much. She entertained too, entertained men too much. So she can't be your wife but you left your child underneath that jurisdiction and that mama brought a motherfucking predator home and now your child ain't gonna never be the motherfucking same no more. But y'all niggas is cool with that. But guess what? This is why none of y'all niggas gonna have good luck, bro. You can blame every curse and you can figure out anything to blame. You ain't a husband. You're not a husband, bro. You gonna keep hard luck. Most of y'all niggas, this is, man, I've seen more people complain about, man, you know, it's Father's Day, man. My kids ain't call me, man. They ain't doing nothing. I'm like, nigga, bro, that's the, the writing is on the wall, nigga. Your children ain't call you. Yeah, bro. See, when it comes to this fatherhood game, your children got to make your, they got to write your report card for you. They give you your progress report. They let you know. Beloved, it's not all about materialism. But many of us, we begged our children. I mean, don't get us nothing for Father's Day. And we showed up and we still got shit. bags of shit anyway. That's our reality. We begged our father. We begged, listen, we begged our children and wives. Don't get us nothing. And we mean that because we earnest. We're like, man, we cool. And you can beg your family not to get, and you still get something. Because you know why? That's your report card. Children got the sound off and say well you're a good father not man that's something you can't get from your brother and sister your brother and sister can't come and pat you on the back and say man you know what Terrell Larell Correll Jamarcus Camarcus man you a good father no your mama can't give you that your brothers and sisters and shit can't give you that your children gotta give you that we gotta clean up man for sure bro man I seen that young gentleman I was like man I'm glad Umar shut him down man I'm like bro Black women is masculine. Nigga, the whole fucking neighborhood full of... Go get the gangs out there, nigga. Go get the gangs and drugs and robbery out and then call us back when you're done with that and we'll see what black women look like 20 years from now. Man, you know, the system The system put the man out. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to share this with you, right? Because, you know, sometimes I hear the young jit say so. It's one thing to say it because it did happen in history, but it's another thing to live it and see how it really happened, right? If you kind of get around these young guys from the from the 90s, they were born in the 90s on up, they say that the system put the black man out at the household. He it, it did happen like that, right? But what black man did he put out the household? Did he put the husband out of the household? Because I can assure you this, beloved, the system never put the husband out of the household. It never happened. The husband stayed. The system put that nigga that wanted to live off on your mama or your grandma or your great-grandmama, they put that nigga out the house though he had to go. Because the way the government looked at it is that if the government had to do your job, you shouldn't be here. Now, how are we going to look at that? We got to respect it. Now, the government ain't going to affect your household if you're married. 
because you're going to provide the house. You're going to pay for the water, the light, the gas. If you may need some food stamps, you might even the government let you go down there and get some yaps on that. They'll help you out. But it's your house. You're the man. The system put the that, that fuck nigga out the household. Because what happened was, and I can't speak for every state. I can only tell you about the state of Michigan. I, I'm going to go down memory lane with you. I'm going to show y'all what really happened. Because I was there. <laughs> let me tell you what happened in the 80s. When they first came out with that welfare system, right? The way it worked is you had a caseworker. So they give mama a house. They give mama a big block of that cheese. And they may give her a little help on a on the utilities too, right? But that caseworker will come by that house unattended between like work hours to make sure that no man over 18 was living in. Like that wasn't your children. They make sure that he, no man was living in, right? That caseworker come in that motherfucker looking in the closet and everything else. Now, if that caseworker found that a man was dead, your ass off the program. So, women in their um, in their natural needs, they can have a man come over and drop some dick, but he couldn't stay because if he stayed, he had to be the man of the house. Not the government now. He had to be the man of the house. So black men, look, it's two standards being lowered. The black woman got to lower her standard so much so because she just wants the companionship of a man. She'll let your broke ass come over there and fuck something and then leave. You know what I mean? Because you ain't she gonna let you get put out of her shit, but she's taking all the risks, right? You just interested in pleasure as a man you gonna you gonna feed off that be so you can go over this young lady house and that young lady house this is when black women became recreational use this happened back in the 80s because now the black man see i ain't got to come up there and pay for your way to stay i don't have to be financially responsible for you i don't have to be emotionally responsible for you i can just come and pop up and enjoy the benefits and i can leave see the government put that fuck nigga out the house so when they say that the government broke up the home, it didn't come and break up no marriage homes. Because the marriage, man, shit, my big mama and them, they stayed. They were started off married and they married. They ain't, that don't do none of that. They do none of that kind of shit. It didn't break up the family unit that was married. It broke up this kind of like, this shacking thing. See, the elders were so righteous in that time, beloved, when big mama and them was here. It was a shameful act for a man to even stay with a woman and they not be married so that just lets you know the level of righteousness on people was on like today yeah you start talking about gay rights and all that i'm like man mama them would never go for mama them ain't even go for a man and a woman living in the same house they wasn't married because that was a shameful act ironically the government didn't go for that neither niggas take the easy way out Women would bend and compromise to deal with you taking the easy way out, and then they will come back and blame you for doing that. See, that's how that it's just like a system, it kind of works that way. They blame you for doing that. You following the man, and he, when you follow the man, they come back and blame you, say you shouldn't follow that man. But like, but you followed the man. Now, the man at that time would get another man straight, but they don't do that no more. So it wasn't like the system just came and the government came and just broke up like, man, hell no. Just, he put that fuck nigga out that didn't want to work. He ain't got no business dead, no way. Because he wasn't on his man time. 
what Umar was saying was if men raise strong men, there would be no pookies to complain about. And I'm saying, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying this. Man, it's okay for Pookie to exist. It's okay for Ray Ray to exist. It's okay for the thug if he want to fuck something. And man, because like pussy is for the nation. It just ain't for the good guy to get the pussy. If that trap nigga go, if she want to fuck that trap nigga, that dope boy, that stick up kid, that's her business. But here's what the play is at the end of the day. It's something severely wrong with your culture with impregnating the woman is cool. Trap boy should be on the same level as a good guy. Nobody's having babies unless you marry. Y'all niggas look up to those guineas. The guineas do it all the time. All of them, they're the real gangsters. You trying to imitate them so much, but they put their family first over there. That's when y'all niggas stop imitating. See, niggas play this gangster game all the way up to it's time to be a family. Man, those those uh, Gambinos is a family. Those Gotties was a family. They, they, they are families that was moving. Cast a line on them. That's a family. All them dudes was a fa- They kept had wives, children. You trying to imitate them. But when it's time to have a family, nigga, y'all niggas get different. So, of course, the neighborhood is fucked up because the black man fucked Of course. Now, if you say I'm wrong, drop a location and ask me what neighborhood you want me to meet you at to get the gangs out, get the drugs out, and we're going to see who the problem is. <laughs> I, I can assure you, Shamika's not going to be there to oppose that. She's not going to stand opposed to that. I can assure you of that. The person that's going to be standing in the polls to that is going to look like you. And that's why the neighborhood is like it is. And that's why your woman is like it is. So when Mr. Muhammad said, peace be upon him, when he said, there's no such thing as a no good woman unless there's a no good man first, we understood it. The woman is following behind the jurisdiction of the man. If he have a community, and I'm going to just finish with this. If you have sisters in a community that is filled with gangs, drugs, robbery, and homicide, don't come back later talking about we're looking for her to be feminine. Don't, it's not cool, bro. It's not cool. It's not going to work. And we're going to leave it right there. Peace and black power to your family. Oh, man, beloved. We hope we hurt some feelings today. <laughs> We hope we hurt some feelings, man. Because that shit, man, I see these young jits, man. That is a severe act, man, to impregnate a woman and not marry her. Oh, man. When you come to the neighborhood, beloved, I'm going to tell you. It's so fucked up. It's like you can see two and three generations of single parents, dog, when you come to the neighborhood. Grandmama was single because the new grandmamas ain't shit but 50 years old now. So you got grandmama single parent then the daughter she's a single parent and then the granddaughter i'm like ain't none of them had a husband that's a that's the image that is the representation of black men because you got the fucking seed bro you got the seed and these niggas wonder why they get the hardest luck can't get no jobs everything go bad it's like the weight of the world is on their shoulder my nigga it should be bro I'm glad it is, dog. 
Because you sleep every night. All you have to do is worry about yourself. And this is the coldest thing that these single niggas do not know. These single fathers especially. Life is easier when you're married. And all your children is underneath the same roof. Life is easier. Peace and black power to your family. Hey, man, we thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Content for a podcast. This is your brother V, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Do you know when a woman has a relationship with a man that is secure and she is secure, she acts like she did when she was very young in terms of lack of not the, 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 the burden her voice reflects youth her mannerisms are very girl like that doesn't mean to put you down I'm saying and if you haven't had that experience you ain't been in love with a real man in a long time in fact, maybe you've never had that experience. I think it's a wonderful one for you to have, especially if you're 80. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Now, wait a minute. When you are up in age, the right kind of relationship can make you youthful again. That's what I'm saying. And it is bad relationships that age you, mess you up, sister. You grow old before your time.